Hello, my name's John Schaefer and welcome to The Wealth Show from CityWire. Disgraced fund manager Neil Woodford has been hitting the headlines again with his attempts to enter back into the industry. Last week, CityWire revealed that Woodford is setting up shop in Delaware after opening another outfit in the Cayman Islands in April. I spoke with Lucia Giftapulu and Celine Bujak to discuss some of the latest exclusives they've been breaking on Woodford. You can read more about any of these stories at citywire.co.uk forward slash wealth manager. So perhaps you could explain what's been happening with Woodford over the past couple of months. What we we know so far is that Woodford has set up a company in the Cayman Islands in April. Then a few days after that, he also set up an investment fund in the same jurisdiction. Uh, it's, it's unclear what purpose these two vehicles are going to serve. And, and then also... About 20 days a month later, he set up a company in the States, in Delaware. This is all the information we have about Woodford's next move so far. It's unclear what the companies in in Cayman and Delaware are going to do. But, you you know, we can assume that they've been set up to approach overseas investors. And then the investment fund is, is a lot more unclear because Woodford has already is already advising Acacia on an investment portfolio that has eight biotech stocks that were previously part of his failed fund. But we understand that this portfolio is not going to be part of the of, of any Cayman vehicle. So there are a lot of moving parts there and it's still unclear exactly uh, what, what his next step would be or what his plans are. Okay, so perhaps we could dig in a bit into this this Cayman operation. This seems to have come out after he's been snubbed from Jersey. Um, Celine, perhaps you could go into a bit more depth on the Cayman operation. Yeah, it's really interesting because Woodford, so far in his career, has been very UK-focused. And um, Cayman Islands and Delaware, both those jurisdictions are actually very popular places for hedge funds and private equity funds. Um, They're very flexible. Cayman Islands, especially, um, you get a lot of tax breaks. Uh, It's very easy to register. It's really cheap and you can get approved in a couple of weeks. Um, So it's convenient for a lot of fund managers. And when you look at the world of private equity and private markets, um, fund managers usually have a registration in Cayman Islands as an offshore um, vehicle and also have a registration uh, in Delaware. Essentially, the choice of which jurisdiction you go to depends on a couple of factors, but one of the most important is where are the investors you're going to target on. So if you're registering in Delaware, it's very likely that you will be targeting US-based investors. Let's look at this this fund that's being launched in the Cayman Islands. What do we know about it? Not a lot. So I guess what happens is that Woodford reappears in February, says, I'm launching a fund in Jersey. Uh, backlash occurs, politicians, campaigners are up in arms because people are still owed money from the failed funds. Jersey says, we're not going to regulate this. We're not a backdoor to the, to the FCA and to the UK. So uh, then a couple of months later, the Cayman Fund appears in, in, the, in the Cayman registry. So this fund has not been regulated by the jurisdiction. 
it's just been registered by the equivalent of Companies House at the Cayman Islands. Um, that's all we know so far. Uh, we know that there is a fund <laughs> uh, called WCM Partners Healthcare Fund. It's, it's really unclear whether it's going to be applying for, for authorization, what type of assets it's going to be running. Is there any clarity over who he'd be aiming that fund at? Well, any kind of communication that's come out of WCM Partners um, regarding the Acacia portfolio, for example, has uh, indicated that he will be targeting institutional investors, so not retail clients. But again, with the fund in Cayman Islands, we really don't know what it's going to feature or who it's going to target. Um, when we asked the Cayman Islands Monetary Authority if uh, Neil Woodford or WCM Partners had applied for authorization. They told us there was nothing yet. This is not something that takes a lot of time in the Cayman Islands. So you can get authorized quite soon once once you filled in the you, you, once you filed the paperwork. Uh, obviously, we associate Woodford with his sort of love affair with biotech. Are you expecting that kind of stuff to be in the portfolio? It's really hard to know because he's. His darling biotech stocks are already in the Acacia portfolio. Acacia bought these stocks from Link, which was Woodford's uh, administrator and is now overseeing the sale of assets in the failed funds, uh, in the Woodford Equity Income Fund. Um, so th these, these stocks are already managed by Acacia. And Woodford is acting as an advisor to the portfolio, as it's so often been stressed to us that he's not managing the portfolio, he's only advising on the management of these assets. So it's really unclear what, or if, if anything, he puts in the new Cayman fund. The only thing we can guess is from the name, essentially indicating that it's a healthcare fund. So, so let's move on to, to the US launch and the specifically the, the Delaware launch. Is there a specific attraction of Delaware? Yeah, Delaware as a state is, um, it's got a long history uh, for fund registrations and um, general partner, which is the managing company for private equity funds and hedge funds, uh, because um, it's got very business, business friendly laws. It's got a court uh, judicial system that essentially helps to um, resolve any kind of uh, corporate issues quickly and efficiently. Um, the court is made up of judges that have experience with any corporate disputes and any disputes that funds may have had in the past. So it's got a really long um, case law as well, established case law that uh, is business friendly again. And obviously um, there are some tax benefits it's just a well-known jurisdiction that's relied on by many fund managers in the US. So it's not surprising that if you're launching, especially if it's um, a fund that's targeting institutional investors, that you would register in Delaware. And, and is there any likelihood that the um, US regulators would forbid Woodford from, from launching there? Let's not forget that the FCA investigation into Woodford has not concluded yet. Uh, it's unlikely, well, it's the FCA has now said it's going to conclude by the end of the year, but it's unlikely when we're going to find out about um, any decisions coming out of the regulator. So I, I have no idea uh, if the US is going to approve it or not, but it, I think it's something that any financial watchdog uh, would be bearing in mind when 
you know, somebody applies for authorization, if they're under investigation by a foreign regulator, it might it might be a bit of a headwind. And let's look at what the FCA is doing at the moment. Obviously, last week we had an announcement that the sort of investigations moving along, but but perhaps you could give a bit of insight into actually what's happening with the FCA at the moment. I mean, the update we got, the Treasury Select Committee uh, got on Friday, was not very enlightening. It just said that the FCA has uh, gathered around 20,000 pieces of evidence and they've interviewed 14 witnesses, including all key witnesses, which means Woodford himself. But they didn't they didn't let anything out on, on the on the findings, or they didn't set a timeline on when when we're going to hear when the public is going to hear anything about the conclusion. So uh, we are still in the dark, in a way. And it looks like there's a long way to go until we find out anything. I mean, it must come. It must have come as a big disappointment for a lot of people who are waiting to hear on what the regulator is going to do about what happened with Woodford, especially in light of some other failures um, within the market and the criticism of the regulator more generally. It's going to be really important when we do finally find out the results of the investigation. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't very well received among politicians. Uh, I mean, Mel Stride, who, um, who is the chair of the Influential Committee, responded basically saying that they were expecting more. And people have been trapped in this fund for two years. They're still owed money. They demand answers. So it's, I think investors and campaigners and politicians alike are slightly disillusioned by this response. Well, I suppose there's an element of it setting a precedent. So they do have to be a bit careful about what action they take. It's quite, it's quite a landmark case. It's a very complicated investigation, but it has been going on for two years. And I think based on various reports, it's unclear how fast it was moving to begin with because there, there was a lot of pressure put on the FCA after Woodford announced that, you know, he was planning to launch a new fund. And there was a lot of pressure for the FCA to set a deadline. Um, so I think they, they, they had to speed up the processes a bit. We don't know where they had gotten with the investigation in February, before before everybody started shouting at them to speed it up. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's a very complicated investigation, but at the same time, people have been, you know, lost have lost their savings. They have been locked in the fund for two years. They would want some some sort of indication, at least about when they're going to hear from the FCA. Yeah, and it's not a great look for the regulator when they've taken this time, uh, worked on investigation, and then news about Woodford's new venture comes out and all these registrations in different jurisdictions and um, how that he'll be managing a new fund potentially. It's really, it's not a great look not to have answers from the key regulator. Woodford has been criticised by so many people over the past two, two and a half years. Um, you know, why, why do you think he is setting up shop again? He wants to enter fund management again, but without targeting retail investors. Well, that's what he said, at least in his interview to The Telegraph in February, that he was going to launch a new vehicle for uh, sophisticated investors. But it's, it's what he does. It's what he's, he's done for, for over three decades. I, you know, it's, it's understandable that he would want to relaunch himself 
Yeah, and he did say, I mean, he did not want um, what happened with the equity fund to be the end of his career. With um, when he, if he targets if he's targeting sophisticated investors, that gives him a bit more flexibility, as the rules obviously are quite different. Luca and Celine, great to talk to you.